This episode of Ham Talk Live is brought to you by Tower Electronics. For cables, connectors, and more, call 920-435-2973 or visit pl-259.com. And buy the ham station. Get your new radio or antenna by calling 800-729-4373 or go to hamstation.com. It's Ham Radio. everyone it's time for ham talk live episode number 76 it's the 2017 huntsville ham fest preview recorded live on thursday august 10th 2017 i'm your host neil rapp wb9vpg thanks for tuning in to yet another episode of ham talk live tonight we're joined by dave gibbons K5RSI, and he's the chairman of the Huntsville Ham Fest, and we will take your calls live in just a few minutes. Last week, the ham band was here to talk about their music and the OZ5E contest station, and if you missed the show, you can listen anytime at hamtalklive.com or on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, iHeartRadio, Google Play, TuneIn, SoundCloud, or on YouTube, and uh, we encourage you to do that. Uh, They were really good. So uh, get all your questions ready to go. After the introduction, you can give us a call. The phone number that you will call at that point is 812-NET-HAM-1. That's 812-638-4261. Or you can Skype us. We're at Ham Talk Live. You can also tweet us a question. And our Twitter handle is at Ham Talk Live. So hope you'll uh, join in and uh, comment and, and question uh, Dave about the Huntsville Ham Fest coming up. Uh, in just another few days. So I'll be back with Dave right after this word from the Ham Station right here on Ham Talk Live. This episode of Ham Talk Live is brought to you by the Ham Station. For over 37 years, the Ham Station has sold new and used radios, antennas, accessories, and equipment to hams everywhere. Give Dan or Jeff a call at 800-729-4373 or order online at hamstation.com. Ham Station carries all the major brands like Icom, Yezu, and Kenwood, and they have a wide selection of radio scanners, MFJ accessories, Heil Sound products, and Amplifiers by Mirage and Ameritron, Cushcraft antennas, and more. Easy online ordering is at hamstation.com or call 1-800-729-4373 to place an order and talk it over with the experts. The Ham Station, proud to sponsor this episode of Ham Talk Live. If Denny's is open 24 hours a day, 365 days a year, why are there locks on the doors? Now, here's Neil Rapp with more Ham Talk Live. 
Welcome back to Ham Talk Live. Hey, the ham station. Got Kenwood, Icom, Yezu, you name it, they've got it. New equipment, used equipment, give Dan or Jeff a call at 800-729-4373. Or you can visit them online at hamstation.com. Tell me you heard it on Ham Talk Live. We're on the air every Thursday night at 9 p.m. Eastern Time. Right here at hamtalklive.com. And if you miss the show, why we're on those podcasts, so you can catch us on your favorite podcast app. Dave Gibbons K5 RSI was first licensed as KN5 RSI back in July 1958. He upgraded to conditional a year later with the call sign change to K5 RSI. After earning a Bachelor of Science in Electrical Engineering from Mississippi State, In 1964, he briefly held the call sign W4PFK in Gadsden, Alabama uh, from 1966 to 1969, and then went back to his current call, K5RSI, when he went to advanced class, and finally extra in 1975. Dave has served as the flea market chairman of the Huntsville Ham Fest for many years, before relinquishing that responsibility to assist the chairman. And with the chairman becoming Silent Key, Dave has stepped in to be this year's chairman. So, Dave, welcome to Ham Talk Live. Yeah, thanks for having me, Neil. Yeah, well, it's hard to think about the uh, Huntsville Ham Fest without talking about... uh, the uh, former chairman, Charlie Emerson, N4OKL, who uh, was the chairman for the last several years and uh, was on the show with us last year, and he became a silent key in January. And, and um, I had the honor of, of uh, doing one of the stories, uh, bearing that sad news uh, for Amateur Radio Newsline, along with uh, Don Wilbanks, AE5DW. And, and so... Um, before we get started in the Hamfest, uh, let's let's take a couple of minutes. Just tell me uh, a little bit about what Charlie meant to you and to the Hamfest. Well, Charlie was a unique person. He had the gift of gab like you wouldn't believe, and if you got to know him, you had a friend for life. He could really roll on the BS and just get people to feel good about themselves. And having a ham fest, and especially during move in and move out, you know, tense situations always arise. And Charlie was the best I have ever seen in diffusing tense situations with just a few kind words. And he was just that sort of person. He uh, he loved the Hustle Ham Fest, although when he got started, he wasn't so sure. <laughs> I'll tell you a little story about that. Um uh, when he retired, he uh, took a job down at Civic Center, just kind of as a part-time, to have a little play money. And he happened to be on duty the weekend. I guess it must have been back in around 2000 or 1999. He was on duty when we were having a ham fest. And he became very interested in it and wanted to know what all was going on. And at that time, I'm not sure he actually had his license or not. I know he worked CB for quite a while before that. 
Anyway, our chairman noticed his interest, and he latched on to Charlie right away. And uh, Charlie began helping us with the ham fest. He assisted the chairman and learned the ropes as, as things went along. And then in 2009, the original chairman passed away. And so Charlie took it on, the own, on his own, and he had it by himself. But by that time, he, he knew all the ropes. And just from his personality, he visited a lot of other ham fests. He could talk to you about anything. I teased him a lot, saying that he could talk more than anybody I've ever heard, and not saying that. <laughs> but but that's just that was the way he was, and uh, everybody liked that. So he he really helped the ham fest, and he helped put us on a, a spurt of growth that we've grown to what we are today. Um, right now, the attendance runs between five and six thousand closer to 6,000 because uh, I bought 6,000 buttons this year and we don't expect to have any left over. But uh, Charlie was one of a kind and we're going to miss him. I just hope he uh, he guides us as we go on and uh, I know I'll think about him every day. Well, I'm sure that a lot of the things that he put in in place there um, at the Hamfest and in the Huntsville area will, will remain um, going for for quite some time. And um, I always enjoyed uh, talking to him and uh, being able to uh, have him on this show and talk about uh, what was coming up was always. Uh, Always a fun thing to do, and uh, so we're looking forward to this year's Ham Fest. And so now that, that Charlie's gone, um, you've you've got a, a team working hard to to make that legacy of, uh, continue. Um, so tell us about some of those changes that have uh, taken place, and uh, some of the new things that we'll be seeing this year at Huntsville. Well, when Charlie passed, me and Art Davis realized that it was up to us to put the show on. See, Art and I started about the same time back in the early 80s. He always did the dealer show, and I always did the market. So that's that's what we're Like I told you earlier, it's been a... It's been a trail of discovery for me to find out just what all had to be done, stuff that I not normally had been associated with. So I've been very busy. Art is still handling the dealers. And Art always did the dealer layout, or for that matter, he did the whole show layout, the dealers and the flea market. So he's just continuing in that role. But uh, we decided that Charlie was doing way too much stuff on his own, or not on his own, but by himself. And uh, so what we've decided to do, we're trying to cultivate a new chairman. we got a guy on board who's very gung-ho, he's a lot younger than we are, and uh, he just wants to put on a good ham fest, and that's what everybody's goal was, and I think that's why we work so good together. But we're bringing him on board, uh, we sent him to Dayton 
into Orlando this year to be our spokesman. See, that's where a lot of people saw Charlie. He would always go down to Orlando and uh, press the flesh with all the dealers and whoever he could talk to. And he did the same thing at Dayton. And the guy we're bringing on board witnessed all that, so he knows what the routine is. And he's wanting to get involved in it, so we're going to take him as his word. But uh, we're also going to encourage him to spread some of the work out and not have one person doing all the mailing and the printing and the finances and the dealers you know, and stuff like that. And so we're going to spread that out and um, hopefully make it a little bit easier. See, I'm, I'm not getting any older, and uh, that's the reason I turned the flea market over to a younger person. I really did it to give Charlie a hand because at that time he was having some back problems, and I was afraid he was going to wind up in a wheelchair. So by 2016, I had handed the flea market off to another fellow, and I helped Charlie last year. Lo and behold, I didn't know it was going to end this way. But we, uh, we're going to have a ham fest. We don't plan on changing anything. We're trying very, very hard to keep everything the same. We don't want to surprise people. Uh, you know, when you make major changes, it's when people see that and they're always used to it being one way, then they say, oh, something's changed. Maybe they're going downhill, and word will spread like wildfire. And we don't want that to happen. <laughs> it will. It will. Whether it's true or not. <laughs> right, right. So we, uh, we plan on keeping everything the same, and uh, any changes that will be made will be behind the scenes that the public won't see. Although we may make some improvements that the public will see, and we're looking for that too. We've got plenty of space in that civic center to expand. We could almost double the size of the ham fest. The only thing we're fighting, fighting now is rising costs. You know, everything's going up. And uh, there's been more demand on the civic center for more and more conventions. And uh, we've, been <laughs> we've been fighting off groups anywhere from these civil groups, all the way from the uh, <laughs> the army. <laughs> <laughs> you know, the army is a big pre- the army is a big presence in this town, and whenever they want something, they pretty well get it. Yeah. Um, up until this year, there's always been a missile and space defense program down there, and they were moving out on Friday while we were trying to move in on Friday, and you can, and they were using the same space that we we're we are moving into. So you can imagine the, uh, the conflict and the congestion, but this year they're not doing it. This year they've already had their program and I hope they choose that weekend or that time rather than the weekend right before I, or the week right before I am fed. So we are, <clears throat> we're looking for a big year. Um, and we just hope that, uh, this coming eclipse is not going to hurt us too bad. I know the uh, forum chairman said that some of the big forum presenters are not coming this year because of their involvement with the solar eclipse. And, of course, they're going to have totality right up here in Nashville, which is only 90 miles away. And um, so 
So a lot of them are not coming to our fest this year, I guess, you know, to get ready for that. Yeah, Eclipse Mania has is, is definitely hit, and uh, but uh, that's not until Monday, so we've got time to uh, to get to the Ham Fest and, and get home and, uh, and then uh, partake in the uh, Eclipse and maybe even the QSO party um, after the Ham Fest is over, so... Uh, plenty of opportunities there, and yeah, I hope uh, hope the uh, uh, scheduling at the Von Braun Center is is uh, better uh, with that other group moving. And the the Von Braun Center is 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 something that's very unique. And and we were talking before the show um, that you know I used to run a, a small ham fest down in uh, Evansville, Indiana that had about five hundred people. Um, and you know, the facility was always the issue was trying to find a facility that was affordable, but yet big enough and had enough access and, and everything at Huntsville, uh, just works so smoothly, um, in the Von Braun center, because you've got the, the parking right underneath, you've got, uh, plenty of room, plenty of facilities. It's well-maintained. And, um, and like you said, there's, there's room for growth. And that's something that a lot of ham fests don't have is they don't have room for growth given what they can afford. And I've just been always so impressed with, uh, the Von Braun center and how that really, uh, makes a good ham fest. Well, let me tell you a funny story about the Von Braun Center, Neil. Um, that place has bukus of floor space, and they can have like four or five major events and, and on the same day. But a few years ago, we were sitting down with the uh, events chairman and um, – planning the ham fest and talking about this, that, and the other. And, of course, we were, we were discussing cost. And the event coordinator said, well, let me tell you something. says, uh, Boeing has a big contingency of folks here. They do work out on the arsenal for, for the Army and for the NASA. And uh, the event coordinator at the BBC said that Boeing wanted to put on some military hardware show and that they had sent their event coordinator from uh, Seattle down to Huntsville to make plans and talk with the Civic Center and make plans for the show and, and, and to see what the Civic Center here could provide and so forth and so on. And the BBC coordinator said that they got down to security and the Boeing guy asked how much for an armed security guard. And the BBC guy said, well, it'll be this much. And the Boeing guy asked him that much for one guard. He said, yes. And the Boeing guy said, well, in that case, I'll have 40. And the BBC event coordinator said, I got the idea right then that we weren't charging enough. 
<laughs> and, you know, Boeing, being a big company like they are, they had fixed budgets for these kinds of shows, and that guy had to spend the budget. Mm-hmm. Or, otherwise, next year he may not have enough, so he, he signed up for 40, <laughs> 40 security guards. That must have been one every 10 feet. Yeah. But see, that's that's the problem. The Civic Center has gotten the idea now that, you know, their space is worth more. Of course, Huntsville is growing like crazy. There's a metropolitan area now. There's close to half a million people. And we've got all these airspace and all these military companies down here. And it's getting to the point where every, just about every weekend and even during the week, there's some event going on down there. So we're having to compete with that. We've hung on to our weekend. It's always the third full weekend in August. And it's been that ever since day one. And so far, we've been able to hang on to that weekend. It's our it's our opinion that to have a good ham fest, you have to have one, a good date, that you don't compete Absolutely. with a lot of stuff. And you have to have a good space to do it in. A lot of, when I was doing the flea market, I would get a lot of calls from people saying, well, y'all don't have any boneyard. I said, no, it's all inside, an air-conditioned comfort. You drive in and unload, and then when it's over, you drive in and load out. He said, well, but y'all ought to have some outside boneyard. I asked him, I said, well, have you ever been to Alabama in August? <laughs> and a lot of those people said, well, no, I haven't. <laughs> And so now you know why it's all inside. <laughs> so when they get out in here, they appreciate the air conditioning comfort that the whole show is in. Yeah, it, it's a really, uh, really great facility. And being able to just uh, walk across the walkway uh, over to uh, uh, the hotel and, and then a couple other hotels nearby, uh, just... Uh, just a real, uh, real nice way to uh, go to a ham fest, and you can easily uh, stash your stuff in the hotel room and run back and, and get more. And uh, I've always uh, really enjoyed that. That's uh, something that um, I don't know of, of any other ham fest that that has that kind of, of close accessibility to lodging, and um, it it really is like what you said it you know you got to have a good date where you're not competing with other places you got to have a good space and, and and you've got both of those and so uh that's the reason i think um you know that it's worked as well as as some really hard working uh volunteers and, and friendly faces down there that uh, helped put it on well we're going to take some calls here in a little bit but one other thing we want to talk about here um are the forums you mentioned that uh, some of the familiar faces may not uh, be available uh this year with with all the eclipse stuff going on but uh, in looking at your list of forums you've still got a, a pretty impressive list of uh forum opportunities there um to um to participate in and you've still got some some pretty good names coming in so tell us a little bit about the forums here before we uh, take a break well since i don't work the forums tom duncan is the one who's been doing that i really can't speak too much to the forum content and uh, i'm basically going to have to 
to read them off the website as we have them posted. Um, I know that the, the list is posted on our website at hamfest.org. Uh, and because of this eclipse, some of the big forum presenters are not going to be here. So that's going to cut our form down to Saturday only. But you're right. There are some big names here that, uh, that give forms. One of the forum presenters I know personally, he's a local guy. It's uh, Dr. Monty Bateman. He's also a ham, and I have lunch with him just about every Tuesday. He's a climate scientist that works for or works in conjunction with the University of Alabama in Huntsville. And he works closely with uh, Dr. Christie, whose name you've probably heard of before. He's been quoted a lot in the national media about global warming and that sort of thing. But uh, Dr. Bateman is going, he always gives a good program on grounding. And uh, he's going to be there again this year to do the same thing. Um, some of the other ones here, uh, well, you can take a look, a look at the listing here. And, uh, yeah, Lightning Protection for Radio Amateurs by Dr. Monty Bateman. Uh, <clears throat> that, that form is always a hit. It's, it's standing room only. And then uh, he's also give, going to give some uh, a, a forum about lightning research out of Na uh, NASA's Marshall Space Flight Center. And those are all good forums. There's going to be some DSTAT, I'm sorry, DSTAR, and an AMSAT forum. And I see one here, Amateur Radio Balloon Goes Around the World. That ought to be interesting. But yeah, we uh, we we pride ourselves in having a good forum session, and uh, a lot of people come just for that, and um, we try to grow that as much as we can. Unfortunately, the the totality put a little crimp in our get along this year, but uh, we'll be back strong as ever next year. Yeah, still plenty of good uh, good opportunities there. And uh, look forward to uh, to seeing some of those. So, well, um, we're going to open up the phone lines here in just a moment, and I see uh, we've got uh, got one trying already here. So, uh, we're going to take a break, and then uh, when we come back, we'll open up the lines and uh, see if we've got uh, some people that want to talk uh, Huntsville Ham Fest here tonight. Uh, but first, uh, let's listen to this message from one of the vendors that will be at the Huntsville Ham Fest. It's Tower Electronics right here on Ham Talk Live. This episode of Ham Talk Live is brought to you in part by Tower Electronics. Tower Electronics has been the ham's dime store since 1978. When you need connectors, mobile and handheld antennas, cables, or adapters, visit Scott or Jill at a ham fest near you. Or you can order online at pl-259.com or call 920-435-2973. Stock up on those supplies like PL-259 and end connectors, SMA adapters, audio cables, soldering supplies, mobile antennas, and handheld 
ham sticks. They're silver-plated end connectors are even used on the International Space Station. Tower Electronics carries MFJ, Comet, Daiwa, OPEC, Workman, and HamPro products. And don't miss their 0% off sale going on now. Tower Electronics, online at pl-259.com. Proud to sponsor this episode of Ham Talk Live. The only thing I have on is Ham Talk Live with Neil Rapp. Join the conversation. Call us on voice with Skype at Ham Talk Live or give us a call at 812-NET-HAM-1. That's 812-638-4261. Now, here's more Ham Talk Live. Thanks once again to Scott and Jill at Tower Electronics for sponsoring the show tonight to help bring you Ham Talk Live. Well, they'll be in Huntington, West Virginia on Saturday. And then they'll be at Huntsville. It's August 19th and 20th. And then in Shelby, North Carolina, September 1st, 2nd, and 3rd. And if you're not at any of those, you can call them at 920-435-2973 or visit them online at pl-259.com and tell them you heard it on Ham Talk Live. Looking forward to seeing Scott and Jill here uh, down in Huntsville soon. So uh, it's time for your calls now. So if you have a question for Dave, give us a call. Uh, that number to call is 812-638-4261. 812, and that spells out NetHam1. Or you can Skype us. Our uh, Skype name is HamTalkLive. Or you can tweet us at HamTalkLive as well. And we do have a phone call. So uh, welcome to HamTalkLive. Who is this? Hi, this is Mark Brown, N4BCD, also with... The Huntsville Ham Fest. Oh, hi, Mark. Thanks for calling in, and I um, believe you've uh, got a little bit to uh, to comment on here with some of the forums and some of the stuff. So, uh, so tell us a little more about Huntsville. Yeah, uh, uh, Neil. Thanks for uh, thanks for t- taking my call. Uh, yeah, like Dave said, it's a it's a great collection of forums, and it's a varied collection of forums. Uh, not just uh, technical, but you know, there's no one right way to do this hobby. Uh, there's there's VHF, there's HF, uh, there's balloon launches. Uh, we've we've got a program on balloon launches. Uh, WB8ELK, uh, Bill Brown, relation. Uh, uh, he's uh, been published in QST. He'll be doing a forum uh, uh, Saturday afternoon. Uh, there's per, uh, forums on D-Star, uh, the uh, the Yesu system, uh, portable operation, and of course the AWRL. Uh, does their forums uh, on the section level, and uh, I think next year it'll be uh, division level. But uh, yeah, the forums are a great uh, collection of stuff. And want to mention too uh, the DX banquet that's uh, Saturday night. We're having Bob Alfin over from uh, from Georgia. We'll oh, be talking great. about the challenges of Bouvet Island. Uh, but that uh, that uh, banquet for the first time ever is sold out this year. So a lot of interest uh, in his uh, in his talk. We're very excited about the, the weekend, and I uh, hope you can join us at the Huntsville Ham Fest. Thanks, Neil. Yeah, thanks, Mark, for calling in. And yeah, I didn't realize Bob was coming, so that'll be uh, that'll be good. And Bouvet's getting uh, ramped up here. That's going to happen before you know it. And uh, lots of news uh, coming from that team. So that'll be a, that'll be a great thing on Saturday evening. So thanks for calling in, Mark. Really appreciate it. And uh, and we'll uh, see you here in about a week. See you in about a week. Bye-bye. 
All right, and we have another call, and it is the man himself. Good evening, Mr. Scott Cole. How you doing, Neil? And special greetings to Dave. Glad to hear you on tonight. Hope you do, guys, are doing all right and uh, getting all rested up for the uh, the calm before the storm, so to speak. Yeah, hi, Scott. Good to hear you. <laughs> I just wanted to say that uh, uh, we don't have any inhibitions about saying you're going to be able to, to uh, fill the shoes of the chairman because uh, uh, the person that uh, previously ran this learned from the best, and you were, uh, were great and instrumental in, in helping them, and I have no doubt things are going to go well this year. And I just wanted to uh, – I, I always wanted to ask, and, uh, and now that I got you on the air, this is a good time – you guys have like a super pep rally or something for all the helpers that they're in such a good mood when we get there because it's the only thing that the guy that's standing outside the sun all day directing traffic is just as happy and jolly at the beginning of the day as he is at the end of the day. Yeah, we're very lucky, Scott, and that we picked a good group. Uh, we drill into them that always smile, never a crossword help anybody with anything they can. And we tell our guests that we're here to have you make sure you have a good time. If you do have a good time, tell all your friends. But if you have a problem, tell us. And we'll try to straighten it out. I congratulate you because you guys have always done just that. You've you've always put on a real high-quality show without a doubt, one of the best in the country that I've ever been to. And uh, my hat's off to you guys and and, uh, your entire staff. Uh, Everybody's got a great disposition. Everybody's there to help. And uh, everybody has a good time, and you got things well-planned, and it's always a great time when we're up there for that show, even though we're working our butts off all weekend long. But I just wanted to say... uh, We've got your backside, and, and things will go well, and uh, we appreciate everything that you're doing, and, and thanks for everything that you guys are doing. Well, I thank uh, Scott, and we appreciate those words. Uh, we, we look to have a good prize lineup this year. Um, they uh, we, we work with the embassy next door to set aside a block of room that get a special hand-fast rate. And that block was sold out by May the 1st this year. Wow. And we've constantly, been, we've constantly been having to get them to, <laughs> to add some more room to our block. So I don't know how many will will eventually fill up. But you're talking about the, the, the situation with the embassy suite right next door to the Civic Center. And we've had more than one of our dealers tell us that they really like the situation because the day of the ham fest, they get up, get the clothes on, walk downstairs to the ham fest. You don't have to fool with a car. You don't have to worry about parking. You don't have to worry about driving anywhere. And uh, a lot of those dealers really like that. And I'm sure some of the flea market folks uh, do that very well also. Um, They're planning an expansion to our Civic Center. And we don't know how that's going to impact us, but... uh, we hope that it will expand our capability even more. The Huntsville Hamfest organization is kind of unique. I think we'll set ourselves up very much like Dayton and very much like Orlando, although I'm not sure about Orlando. But the Huntsville Hamfest Association is separate from the Huntsville Amateur Radio Club. Uh, 
Now, a lot of us associated with the Ham Fest are members of the Ham Huntsville Amateur Radio Club, and we depend very heavily on them to supply volunteers. And uh, but we are separate; we are separate organizations. And I think that was the wisdom of our forefather who who dreamed up this uh, Ham Fest and having it at the Civic Center to keep them separate so that we're not affected by club politics and, you know, how stuff like that goes. And uh, we can always pretty much do what we want to do. But now we take a lot of input from and suggestions from the Ham Club, and they help us tremendously. And any profits that we make over and above our seed money for next year, we hand it out to the, the clubs and repeater associations since we use their repeater for talk-in and um, try to keep everybody interested. Well, Scott, thanks for calling in and uh, and save me some uh, reverse polarity SMAs. I'm going to have to grab some from you. So. <laughs> I'll make sure that I got some for you, Neil. Take care. And, and one other comment for Dave. I think that's really cool how you managed to muscle out the Defense Department show this year, so they went in your way. Uh, congratulations on that. <laughs> Well, well, we certainly hope they're gone for good. <laughs> I hope they chose it. See, they had it this week, uh, and I hope they'll continue to do that in the future so we won't be butting heads with them trying to move in when they're moving out. Very good. I'll say 7-3, uh, Neil and Dave, take care. We'll, we'll see you both in uh, another week or so. Take care. Seven okay. All right, Scott, take care. We'll see you soon. 812-NET-TAM-1 is the phone number. We have time for one more call here this evening, 812-638-4261. If you'd like to call in and talk about the Huntsville Ham Fest coming up. And uh, one of the things that will be happening that uh, that I'll be involved uh, with, at least taking some pictures, uh, is the uh, Young Ham of the Year Award uh, presentation taking place on uh, Saturday afternoon. And our friend Marty, KC1CWF, is receiving that. So uh, looking forward to that as well. And I know the youth lounge down there is just just fabulous. Some of my uh, uh, former students have have built stuff in there and uh, just a very welcoming thing and and prizes and and kits and and all kinds of stuff. So uh, all kinds of activities uh, for the youth there at Huntsville as well. So hopefully uh, people will hear this, and, and uh, if you get a chance to uh, run down to Huntsville, it's, uh, it's a great opportunity. 812-638-4261 is the phone number. And uh, Dave, did you want to comment on any of the, the youth stuff going on? Yeah, Dr. Monty Bateman, the one I mentioned earlier about giving forums, he's the one that sponsors that youth lounge. He's big into uh, Boy Scouts, and he's very involved with his children in robotics. And he's done a great job with that youth lounge, and it just grows every year. And I'm afraid he's going to outgrow his space. But, you know, that's okay because we'd like we'd like for him to do that. We'd like to increase uh, the young ham's participation, and maybe we can get them interested in amateur radio as things go on. <laughs> But uh, Monty does a great job with that, and uh, we're trying to push it every every chance we get. 
Yeah, I know it's, it's a great opportunity. I know Go the ahead. students that come just as left. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I remember uh, one of the young ladies in my group. Uh, that's where she learned how to solder. Is is down there in the uh, in the youth lounge, and uh, just all kinds of opportunities there. So, and and all kinds of space for the forums and and the youth lounge and and the uh, flea market and the vendors all all under one big roof. And uh, it's just uh, a very enjoyable time. It's it's not the size of Dayton or, or Orlando, but uh, it's. It is the world's friendliest ham fest. I, I can certainly uh, testify to that, and it, it is a, a good-sized ham fest and, and plenty of opportunities there. So one of my favorites, and um, so looking forward to getting back down there uh, to Huntsville once again. Okay, let's uh, throw that phone number out one last time, 812-638-4261. Uh, just have a couple of minutes left, so um, if you want to jump in here, now is the time to do that. Eight one two net ham one. Um. Now, um, Dave, I, I remember Charlie telling me um, that you've got a, a special group there that uh, is is kind of the welcoming committee uh, out there selling tickets and, and taking tickets. So. Uh, t- tell us a little bit about the friendly folks that that help make all this happen, and including them. Yes, we have a group of ladies that are also hams, and they have formed their organization called the Haylarks, and it stands for something like Huntsville Amateur Young Ladies, something like that, and they are the ones that man the booze out front to sell the prize ticket and we could not do it without them i was meeting with them this afternoon or i mean this morning when i carried them the tickets and the buttons and the lady that's doing it that's heading that up she is about 94 years old and she's been doing it a long time wow she she did say this morning that this may be her last year because, you know, getting up in age, that just, it's just hard to get out of the bed sometimes. So we've got, she's been, she's been grooming younger ladies to take that function over. But they, this lady will take those tickets and she will count every one of them. And I carried her 22,000 tickets this morning and she will count every one of those to make sure, <laughs> make sure. They're all there, and she can tell us by the hour what the what the admission sales are doing, and how much we did at the end of the day, and then at the end of the ham fest. So she's been a great asset. Those ladies have helped us tremendously, and they always promote the show, and they always have a kind word for the people who come up and uh, buy admission and buy tickets. And I just don't think we could do it without. Them. Well, that's where we're going to leave things, Dave. But yeah, they they are very uh, friendly and very helpful, and uh, they're great representatives of the Ham Fest. And again, hamfest.org is is the uh, address. Uh, very easy one to find. So check that out. And uh, 
hope to see you down in Huntsville next week. So that is a wrap for this week's Ham Talk Live. Thanks again to my guest, Dave Gibbons, K5RSI, and everybody out there in cyberspace for listening and calling in. And next Thursday night at 9 o'clock Eastern Time, Ken Olke, VE6AFO from the Quarter Century Wireless Association, will be here to talk about that group. So we uh, look forward to hearing from Ken next week. So for a list of all of our upcoming guests, just go to hamtalklive.com and click on the schedule link. So for now, this is Neil Rapp, WB9VPG, saying 7375, and may the good DX be yours. Don't, 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 don't,